Yes, Honest Actors is back with brand new episodes every Friday. To help me continue releasing new episodes without a sponsor, or to say thanks for your favourite old ones, click the support link in the episode description. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. It's a one-off, feeling generous, good deed for the day sort of thing. Think of it as bumping into me and buying me a drink. To find out more, click the support link. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Uh, yeah, mine's a large red. I hate those guys. Jonathan? Hello and welcome to In Anything at the Minute, the Honest Actors podcast. My name's Jonathan Harden and this is teaser number five. It's an extract from an interview I did a few weeks ago now with Billy Carter. Billy is a Northern Irish actor who's currently living and working in New York after about 20 or so years in London. So a couple of weeks ago, as I say, I Skyped him. We had a big long chat and I've cut that down to a much shorter eight minutes of uh, some of the highlights of that interview. The rest, as I'm sure you'll know if you've been following, will come later in the year. The podcast itself will properly launch in September with full interviews at approximately 30 to 40 minutes in length. Until then, it's a teaser every fortnight and this is number five, Billy Carter. So... So you're a teenager in, in Bangor in Northern Ireland. Um, you are, as you said yourself, not academic. You failed mm. even your drama GS, GCSE. Yes, yeah, uh, I failed you, that. I got, did, a, I got a D. Did you have the support of your family? I mean, did they get behind this notion that you you were a performer or was that something you, you battled with them? Over? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's funny, when I left school, I mean, on the Friday, there was a, an application form to start the factory. Monday. I mean, I'm talking, it sounded like the '60s, but it was true. My parents. I don't come from an acting family. Um, they. It's funny, actually. They. It's been quite an odd journey. This. They absolutely are really proud of me and support me through <clears throat> all these years. But I realise that they only see the finished product. So yeah. They still don't quite understand it. They only see what that two hours of me showing off on stage. Uh, or prancing about, or that takes six months to film, which takes two hours to watch. So they still, they're, you know, they, they have no idea what the work or the mechanics that go into something now. I do edit certain things out when I talk about, you know, they don't see the lows really, you mm. know. Uh, yeah. Uh, they see the result and they see, you know, what they see as a, a wee bit of success or whatever. But I, 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 when I'm not working, I, 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 I was given a, a very small bit of advice was just to keep fit, you know, mentally and physically. So you have to be yeah. t- kind of twice as fit when you're not working. Yeah. Um, um, but I, I mean, I have no skills apart from this bloody job. So, so um, if, you know, if the time comes in between work and you haven't been working for a while. Uh, there's plenty uh, of it, yeah. Yeah. So, so what is, I mean, a, a personal question, what's the longest you remember going without an acting job so eight months and that eight months um does that ever feel like it's the end of of your career does it feel like oh god this uh, it's past yeah it was the long i mean that was the longest period without even like a day's filming or something that you could break it up a little bit but it was like eight months of nothingness and i had just come back from New York originally, and two, that was 2007. I just lived in this bubble for ages. I was doing a show from the old Vic and, and with Spacey and 
Con Meany and, you know, um, we were on Broadway and it was massive. And, um, and I came back and I, it just, I could not get arrested. And uh, uh, it went so long, I got numb. And uh, so, and I couldn't even get out of the house. I, I find myself the smallest of things were such an effort, you know. Um, and I, I would say, and I was going up for things, but I think I was absolutely out of shape in the sense of just how I conducted myself. Uh, there was, a, there was a, a quiet smell about me. I now have a partner who's in the business as well, so uh, we lean on each other an awful lot, which uh, I used to do that quite on my own, which is a very different thing. Um, uh, so there was plenty of time hurling at the moon. Um, but um, now I try to keep it as simple as possible. And, um, but I have still developed no skills. <laughs> I've worked in an agent's office for a little bit. And I, I couldn't bear, to be honest, the way they spoke about actors and, um, and how they saw us. Um, it's pretty stupid. Um, so, so not all of them, of course. So, so tell us about that then. What did you learn from that experience, um, if anything, that helped you then dealing with agents subsequently? Um, agents have, a, you know, they've got, they, we, always, we give them that permission that they have all the answers. Yeah. And they, they know, they're slightly ahead of you in the game. We're the ones who are doing it. We know the mechanics of all that, but um, some agents who are who are surprise me are not actor friendly. Yeah. Um, um, also, some actors are a pain in the hole. But I did see some people kind of put the phone down and just uh, the eyes are rolled towards the heavens, where per actors just been asking on a Monday, uh, "Is there any jobs coming up?" You know, and the um, and the amount of stuff that came in for headshots and. Um, you know, people asking for representation and a list of, you know, 50 on a daily basis would just go straight into a bin. It's a little while since uh, 23-year-old Billy moved up to London. Yeah. Has, ha have you noticed changes in the industry in, the, in that time? Um, uh, I think the speed of people, what people want careers now is quite something. And... Uh, um, the money hasn't changed since 1996. God, I found a check when I was moving from London from the old Vic or from um, the Royal Court, my first paycheck. And I think it went up like 15 quid. Is that, is uh, that the most difficult thing about being an actor, do you think, is is the financial insecurity? Yeah, of course it is. And that, yes, you know, you talk about that, um, you know, your agent phones and it's five minutes, that, that great, that, that's the job. And then I, you know, maybe it's that you know six minutes that you do sit down. You have to do the sums, mm -hmm. and it, you're constantly reminded. It's sort of in our business, who's doing really well, you know. I remember going. There was one day, and I went down the tube. I saw a couple of my peers, you know, these big posters. And then I went. I got up, and they were on the bus, and I, and they were on billboards everywhere. And I wanted to run, you know. It was, everything was everything was multiplied in my head. I, I thought, if I uh, made you uh, King William of acting, right. um, and you were uh, you had you know control over everything to do with the industry, what would you change? Uh, I would find a a way that 
an actor's wage could sustain their homes, have a, a, a decent standard of living, and take the fear out of their lives. Well, you actually talk about change, I have to say, I do see it as a lot of people are treating it as a semi-professional industry now. You can't do it just doing the acting. Um, but I, I agree with Tom, you just have to keep working. If you could go back to uh, that young guy coming out of GSA, moving up to London at 22 or 23, what, mm. what things would you, what, what pearls of wisdom would you offer him? Well, I think um, um, I would say you're going to be all right. Just keep a sense of humour about it, and keep fit, um, and learn a bloody skill. And that's your lot for another fortnight. Before you go, if you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can do so at www.nanything.com. Loads of information on there, including ways you can help get the podcast to the widest possible audience, and all help. Any help is appreciated, so thank you in advance. Also, if you're an actor, please fill in the survey that's on there. It's about 15 questions. It will take you two to three minutes, and it really does help me and informs the questions that I ask in the interviews. So if you've done it already, please spread it around. Facebook, Twitter, whatever. The more people we can get to fill that in, the better. Uh, Nothing else really to say apart from you can subscribe on iTunes, you can subscribe on Podbean. Until next time, thanks for listening.